0: Welcome to the Garner Andrews Show podcast!
1: For pro plumbing and heating. Uh, the text machine's already hopping. I already got a text here from Marquis Laura. Good morning, Garner. Thought of you today. There's a tumbleweed outside my window. Do you suppose somebody caught it and released it? Yeah, the uh, the good old Garner Andrews Show tumbleweed relocation program... This is an idea we had on this show years ago where you capture a tumbleweed here on the prairies and you put it in the trunk of your car and then you drive it to a non-tumbleweed province like, I don't know, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick. Maybe you take it to Newfoundland and then you just set it free so people in places like Atlantic Canada can enjoy the splendor and the wonderment of a tumbleweed. We actually had a guy capture a tumbleweed. He put it in the trunk of his car and I believe... Oh, was that guy's name Trevor? Sorry if I'm giving the wrong person credit, but I think it was Trevor. And he drove it to Nova Scotia and set it free and had a pretty good laugh. I think what we need to do, though, is, uh, and by we, I mean someone that's working on a thesis, maybe needs a project, a tumbleweed tagging program, where you tag and release a tumbleweed. (laughs) And then you can see how far it travels. Actually, you know what? This is actually not about it. You know how kids that live near the ocean, they sometimes they'll write a note and they'll put it in a bottle and they'll cork the bottle and then throw the bottle into the sea just to see where it ends up. I think the tumbleweed tag could be our thing here on the prairies where there is no sea is tie a little note to your tumbleweed explaining who you are and you put your address on there and hope that somebody finds it somewhere and then writes back you see how far it travels i mean you could very well you could set your tumbleweed free and i don't know, like niscu and you could get a letter from as far away as maybe even leduc that'd be pretty awesome somebody run with that okay garner hey do you uh, do you stay in hotels very often I uh, yeah i do stay in hotels
2: uh, some office, somewhat.
1: Okay, before you leave the hotel on checkout day, before you leave, do you help yourself to all the little bottles of shampoo and the lotion and the shower cap and the, the shoe shine kit?
2: I, I used to, but my wife has told me there's no more of that stuff to come home anymore.
1: You guys have enough?
2: Yeah, we've got enough. we got enough to last a while.
1: Yeah, I was reading a story that says a lot of the major hotel chains are now moving away from those little bottles.
2: Yeah, there is. Some of the places they stay now have the... A little pump station, like, built right to the side of the
1: shower. That's it, exactly. That's what they're going to... They're saying that it's for the environment, but I think it's probably a cost thing, isn't it?
2: They're just cheap-ass, that's
1: all it is. I'm sure that there are some environmental implications, but I guarantee you it has more to do with money than the environment. And can we talk about the shower cap for just a second here? The shower cap is strictly a hotel room thing, right? People aren't using shower caps at home in their real life, are they? Like, when you sit down at the kitchen table to make your shopping list, your weekly shopping list on a Tuesday night, it's not like you're writing down bananas, milk, soy sauce, shower caps... Shower caps are something that you only get in a hotel room, right?
0: The Garner Andrew Show Podcast. Garner. So uh, I don't know if anyone's called in about the first tumbleweed of the season, but I saw it. It's uh, it was on the Hendy, it's second gates defense right by the uh Camero's main right turnoff.
1: <laughs> okay. Small town radio in the big city big city small town radio in the big city oh. perhaps you want to pimp your sale, or maybe you lost your cat call Carter rangers on the phone he'll help you just like that small town radio in the big city tumbleweed sightings now that is big time radio
0: i know it's fabulous sure <laughs> uh
1: thank you for that tumbleweed sighting price it's gonna be a regular feature wow i think that means four years good luck something like that yeah funny that she should bring that up because we were talking about tumbleweed right out of the gate this morning. Like when we first popped up on the radio, we had a lengthy discussion about nature's punchline, the tumbleweed, and the tumbleweed relocation program. And I also suggested here's another one too. You know how those kids that grow up next to the ocean, they can write a note and put it in a bottle and then throw it in the ocean and then Find a creepy pen pal somewhere else. Yeah, of course. They have that luxury. Here on the prairies, kids don't have that option. Yeah, what do the landlock do? Tumbleweeds. You tie a little note to a tumbleweed. Say, my name is so-and-so. Here's my address. And then you wait, and you wait, and you wait. And you let your tumbleweed free. I don't know, maybe you unleash it in Nisku. And you could get a letter back from faraway places like Laduke, Maybe Beaumont. Wow. Yeah, depending on which direction the wind blows. So So that's our version of the message in a bottle right there. Yeah, that's so exotic. Maybe you're trapped underneath a combine right now. That's kind of dark. I don't know why you'd be out on a combine at this time of year, but perhaps you are. I, I don't know. And you need help because your cell phone is in the cab of the combine. Write a note, pin it to a tumbleweed, help will come quickly. These are good ideas right here. Hmm, Have you ever put thought into there's a good time and a bad time to see a tumbleweed? Uh, Yes. Like when you're bored, you're right. A tumbleweed blows by. And it's funny. Adds some levity to the situation. Yeah. You're on a first date and there's some gaps in the conversation and a tumbleweed blows by. (laughs) Oh boy. That's not what you want to see. It should be an app right there. When a date's going really, really bad, you should be able to just push the tumbleweed button and then we come out of nowhere and we unleash tumbleweed to let the other person know that perhaps the date is going nowhere. Yes. They're a little dull. God, we're full of ideas this morning, aren't we? We sure are. Garner? I had no idea. When I was driving to work this morning, had no idea we'd be talking about shower caps on the radio. I had no idea you were using one. Hi.
0: Morning, Garner. How are you? Good. I uh, was intrigued by the shower cap conversation because my wife lives in a shower cap.
1: Really? Where, wow, wow, I thought that was something that only happened in cartoons or sitcoms, where people nope. answer the door with a shower cap on.
0: She she wears it to keep her hair dry. She will also, if she's recently washed her hair and happens to be in the kitchen with me cooking, she'll wear a shower cap so that her hair doesn't smell like onions. <laughs> if we're cooking onions. Really?
1: Wow, so hot.
0: <laughs> I know. The magic's alive. And uh, we uh, we'll also use brand new shower caps. Uh, like saran wrap to cover bowl in the fridge.
1: Somebody just texted that and said, I use a shower cap to cover bowls and stuff instead of using saran wrap, especially if you're eating outside. Yeah,
0: it's it's a life changer.
1: I guess with your wife, too, she can just pull the one off her head and put it over the bowl. That's not gross at all.
0: That that, uh, breaks my clean shower cap on the food roll, though.
1: As it should. Thanks, Garner. It's scintillating. Have a good one. You too. Yeah. Shower cap chat. Just the thing that's gonna take this show all the way to number nine. Garner.
0: I was just thinking, you know, pre smartphones when you got sent into the store to buy the the whatever that your wife was sending you to buy, and you'd come up with the wrong stuff.
1: Yes, exactly. If there's one thing that the smartphone has been good for, it's when you're sent to the drugstore or the grocery store and you have no idea what you're doing, like me the other night in the shampoo aisle, I could at least be like, can you just text me a picture of what I'm looking for? And it solved the problem immediately.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember like in our younger days, my wife was always embarrassed about getting feminine products. And so she'd send me in to buy them and I'd be like,
1: what? I have
0: a, yeah, I know. For whatever reason, that was just something she didn't like to do. And so, so- you,
1: no, hang on. So she would send you to do it, and that somehow made it. That, that is so weird to me. <laughs> it's
0: just that's my wife. She's got she's got some weird hangups. She's a trophy wife, yeah. but she's got some hiccups.
1: <laughs> but you know what's funny is I will stand in line behind you when you're paying for you. I I will not. I don't even notice those things on the on the belt as the cashier's ringing them in. Oh, I'll notice other things.
0: Oh, you'll judge me on the size of the carrots or the cucumbers or something?
1: <laughs> no, I'll be like, uh, oh, I see you got a lot of uh, frozen stuff. I see you got pizza pockets. I see you have chicken wings. I don't see any vegetables on there. Oh, oh, where's the fruit? Oh, that's, oh you're not buying any fruit?
0: No, I don't buy fruit.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that to me, and honestly... This is another thing that makes my wife awesome, and I've talked about this already today. It's her birthday today, so I'm talking a little bit about her, but she is a master at taking a shower and not getting her hair wet. She doesn't need a shower cap like so many of these amateurs out there, so she's really good at that. She has also never, not once in our entire couple career, sent me on that mission to the grocery store or the drugstore. Oh, really? Not once. No? No, well she's probably she probably just thinks I'd screw that up and I'd come home with insoles or something by accident. <laughs> we, should, we should probably wrap this conversation up, but thank you, Jason. The Garner Andrew Show podcast. podcast. I'm just reading this text here. Garner, you were talking earlier about that 80 flavors ice cream ice cream trailer and you were trying to decide whether to open up a rival ice cream trailer and whether you should go with 79 flavors or 81 flavors. Uh, Yeah, I did. I I mentioned this earlier today because when I was driving to work, I noticed that the 80 flavors trailer is back right there on the grass, the corner of White Mud and Gateway Boulevard. And I always think to myself, I should open up right next door but only have 79 flavors and play the sympathy card because then you'll be like, oh, That guy only has 79 flavors. And then you come shop with me because I'm the little guy. Or do I play the superior selection card and go with 81 flavors and I have that one flavor they don't have? Anyway, this person goes on to say, Why don't you keep it simple and cater to people that have better things to do than stand in line behind people that can't make up their mind because there are too many choices? Just go with the original three, the big three, chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla just my two cents dawn well Don that's called Neapolitan and no one likes Neapolitan ice cream I mean you like one or two of the flavors of the Neapolitan but nobody likes all three when you when you eat Neapolitan ice cream at home what you do is you scoop nice and deep through the chocolate like it's a Fort McMurray pit mine And by the time you get to the vanilla side, you're just kind of, just sort of skimming the surface. Because no one wants straight up vanilla. Nobody. Thank you, Don. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast!
0: Podcast! I wish I was a Sonic Rockdoor winner. Everyone would be so proud of you.
1: Well, the Sonic Rock Door is going to enjoy a nice, quiet weekend, but when it returns Monday morning at 8.20, it'll be worth $502. This is the one you're trying to solve right here. You can hear the clip all weekend long by going to sonic1029.com. I'll meet you here Monday morning at 820
0: Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 820 To take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door Jackpot
1: Garner? Oh, here we go Garner, just getting ready to go to work Wearing my Star Wars t-shirt, socks, hoodie, and hat May the 4th be with you And also with you That's the response, right? Oh my god, that's the Catholic Church thing, isn't it? Oh my god Okay, I'm so confused It is May the 4th, Star Wars Day. We haven't played this in a while. Has this stood the test of time? Darth Vader doing Adele Hello? I'm gonna give it a spin here anyway. Why not?
0: it's me. I have changed a lot, you know, since all those years on Tatooine. Clone Wars are over. No Jar Jar Binks. Solos out of all that carbonite and looks so good, methinks.
1: Garner. Uh, I've talked to a couple of people backstage who are all decked out got all their Star Wars gear on to wear to work today so they can let their nerd flag fly. Congratulations. Have yourself a great big day. Uh, it would suck if today was your birthday, wouldn't it? Because nobody would remember your birthday. They'd all be just focused on May the 4th day. Sort of like people who are born on Christmas. Who cares it's your birthday? Uh-uh. It's Christmas. Does that make today nerd Christmas? Do you have the little Star Wars tree set up? Saying earlier, do you have a little Star Wars Christmas stocking that you hung last night over the chimney with care? Uh, Go ahead, Sonic.
2: Do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube and search out Chewbacca sing Silent Night. (laughs)
1: Uh, Chewbacca, Silent Night. This better be good. It uh, It is a gold mine. I just want to hear a few seconds of this. True, that's enough uh are you are you one of those nerds
2: I'm fairly nerdy like I'm not Star Wars up today because but uh, I have seen multiple times every Star Wars
1: do diehard Star Wars fans absolutely hate the commercialization of Star Wars on May the 4th?
2: And no, I don't hate it. It doesn't bother me, but it's like, I get it, but I don't, I don't participate. Okay. I did do the midnight screening of A Phantom Menace back in 99. Oh, is that
1: the one?
2: That's with the Jar Jar Binks one.
1: Okay. Here's the deal. That stupid seven foot tall Jar Jar Binks that we have in the hallway here. Yeah. Yeah. He stands right outside my office and scares the crap out of me most mornings when I come in because it's dark and I just see this shadowy seven-foot-tall figure as I turn on all the lights. I think what we're going to do, we're going to give that away. I'm going to put the Jar Jar Binks in the vending machine, the Eddie Vendor.
2: Oh, that is so cool.
1: But I'm not going to put the actual statue in there. I'll just put a little (laughs) slip of paper in there that says, Hey, you win seven-foot-tall Jar Jar Binks.
2: Take but, Satan out of the office for yes, you? Yes,
1: but the catch will be, I don't care if you arrived in a cube van or on a Vespa or a Rascal scooter. You have to take it with you right then and there. Yeah, it's gone. Like if you rode the bus here, just saw you. Guess what? You're taking seven foot tall Jar Jar Binks on the bus. You'd be a hero on that bus. though. Oh my God! Yeah, but that's coming. We'll do that. I think we're going to do that a bit later on this month. So if you've always dreamt of a seven foot tall statue of Jar Jar Binks in your luxurious, in your basement suite, now soon will be the time. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate the phone call. I will go listen to the last of, uh, rest of. Chewbacca doing Silent Night, but I'll do that in privacy. You don't need to hear all of that.
2: The Garner Andrew Show podcast.
1: Garner! Somebody said they texted that they saw a Star Wars movie once, but the only one they ever saw was uh, the one with Jar Jar Binks in it. So they've based their entire opinion of the Star Wars franchise on maybe the least popular Star Wars character of all time, Jar Jar Binks. And I said, well, that's sort of like... It'd be like going for uh, going to McDonald's for the first time ever, and the only thing you ever eat at McDonald's is the McRib. And then you base everything you think of McDonald's on the McRib. No, you need to try again. You need to try Star Wars again, and you need to try McDonald's again. And uh, I said I enjoy the McRib. A handful of you agree with me. There's a handful that don't. Go ahead, Sonic.
0: Good morning, Garner. Hello. Hey, you were just talking about the uh, not so delicious McRib a couple well, <laughs> of minutes
1: ago. Do you, I loved, uh, do I, you loved I loved. Oh my! Oh, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Do you remember when McDonald's made pizza?
1: I do remember that. Yeah, that was back in the mid nineties.
0: Yeah, sounds about right. What the hell was that? <laughs> I uh, I tell my kids about that, and they don't believe me.
1: Yeah, McDonald's used to have pizza. What else did they, oh, what was the, uh, keeps the cold side hot and the hot side cold? Uh, oh,
0: that sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't remember what that was. Like they had a scientific. Sure yeah, yeah, it was split in half. You got it in a foam container.
1: Yeah, and the, the foam container was like scientifically designed to keep the cold <laughs> side cold and the hot side hot. What was that sandwich called? I can't remember what that was called. There must be somewhere a museum of McDonald's where they have I don't know whether they're flash frozen, I don't know whether they're preserved somehow, but they would have like one of each menu item that has been off the menu, like the McLean Deluxe in a cryogenic chamber. (laughs) What a McDonald's. They'd probably have a McDonald's pizza there. And I remember when I ate the pizza, I remember thinking to myself, this is actually okay. Or did I just have? Did I have low standards?
0: No, no, it 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 was good, but it's funny. It's funny we're talking about this because uh, what what you say, it's exactly without knowing, it's exactly what you would expect a McDonald's pizza to taste like. I can taste it. Anyone who's never had a taste of it won't understand, but. The minute you took a bite out of it, you're like, "Yeah, this is
1: McDonald's pizza. When are they going to bring that back? Because everything old is new again. You'd have to think that sooner or later, McDonald's is going to be like, for a limited time, we're doing pizza.
0: Maybe.
1: Hey, who is this?
0: This is Dennis.
1: Okay, Dennis. I did love the McRib.
0: Oh, you did not.
1: Nobody liked that. I actually did. And- <laughs> Gross. Gross. No, it was terrible. You know what I had to resort to doing after they shut down the McRib at McDonald's? Uh, Mr. Sub or in the olden days it was called Mr. Submarine. They had That's a rib correct. sub that was a close it was it was a reasonable facsimile.
0: Okay. All right. Is okay. it around still?
1: Mr. Sub?
0: No, the yes, but there's their version of the McRib.
1: I don't know. I haven't been there in years. Maybe I'll have to try. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate the I love the fact that the guy can't wrap his mind around how there might be some people that enjoyed the McRib. And I guess there might be some people that enjoyed Jar Jar Binks. I don't know.
2: The Garner Andrews Show podcast.
1: Garner. May the 4th be with you. I hope you have a good Star Wars day. I hope that you'll be surrounded by family and friends and feel the joy of the season. Hello there. Hey, how's it going? Good, how about you? Good,
2: so I don't know if you guys did that by accident or on purpose there, but you were just talking about the straight-faced guy on Star Wars?
1: Yeah, what, what's that guy's yeah. name?
2: That's Darth Maul. He's Darth in the Maul. first episode, so he's in the first one. So I'm not sure what he what Bryce was saying earlier, but he was totally wrong, and I bet you're going to have like a million and one nerds calling and texting and everything about oh it. Oh my now. God,
1: nerd rage. There's a nerd riot in the parking lot. <laughs> They're lighting Bryce's car on fire as we speak. With lightsabers, right? Yes. <laughs> They're carving
2: die, Bryce die, and lightsabers. I love it. Okay, so Darth
1: Maul was in the
2: first of... Phantom the- Menace, yes. So it goes to episode four, five, six, one, two, three, and then there's the... Um, See, can
1: you, you... You Star Wars fans... Can you not see how the rest of us would just be confused by all of this? It's all out of oh. order. Oh, absolutely. Brothers marrying sisters. Even
2: Star Wars fans are out of confused by this.
1: Luke Skywalker, turns out he was his own grandpa.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a hey. uh, kiss the sister and everything, eh? Just uh, promoted love for the
1: redneck. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Appreciate the phone call. Thank you for
0: listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check Sonic1029.com for more.
1: Hey, I'm Garner. This podcast was brought to you by Pro Plumbing and Heating, Edmonton's most trusted plumbing company. Trust them with your plumbing, but not your taxes.